welcome to the sky now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Mile End, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? The sun has entered Sagittarius. We're in a new zodiac season. The sun is warm and engaging in the element of fire, perfect for a time when the nights grow longer and colder with each passing day. The mutable quality of Sagittarius creates fluctuating levels of intensity, and thus this is a season that demands we learn how to ration our fire, where to project it, and when. Sagittarius season teaches us the importance of living in a sustainability-conscious manner and can teach us how to do so as well. Now, in Scorpio season, we go deep into ourselves, into our emotions and our love relationship, our relationship with love relationships. We seek to understand, to know, to transform in Scorpio season. We dive deep into the subjects that fascinate us. We seek intensity of experience and, indeed, Intensity characterizes the nature of Scorpio season. In Sagittarius season, the energy is focused on the external world, for better or for worse. High Sagittarius is positive, passionate, optimistic, infused with a joie de vivre, able to laugh at oneself and laugh at life. It's about inspiration and solution-oriented. It's idealistic, certainly. Um... Now, low Sagittarius is self-righteous, humorless, dogmatic, preachy, and extreme manifestations, fanatical. In Jupiter-ruled Sagittarius season, we seek joy and well-being, but we also think of others and want to help them in their journey. Sagittarius is an idealistic sign, like Aquarius, and in fact, these two signs are one of the great love matches in astrology. They also pair well for collaborations and friendships. However, parent-child family relationships between Sagittarius and Aquarius could be a little more complicated. You know, it might be it might be a, a game of you know, let's play. Who's the rebel? Who's the rebel here? Who's uh? So there that that's one relationship dynamic that could be problematic. Be, be, uh, you know, between these two otherwise uh, really ideal signs. Um, what's you know. Uh, so sometimes, you know, some signs work better than others, you know, certainly I, I've, I've lived life as an Aquarian for all my life. So I can, you know, I know that let's say like Aquarius and Scorpio. Now there's a combination that's pretty challenged. You know, I, 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 I sort of look at it as, you know, two moths flying toward a flame. There's no good guy or bad guy here, of course. You know, it's just two moths moving toward a flame. They're both attracted to the flame, which is the connection. But, you know, inevitably, both moths, both of the moths fly out, you know, kind of burned and singed wings going, you know, what the heck happened there? That got complicated and weird really quickly. So some signs work better together than others. That's the message there. Sagittarius works well with Aquarius, also works pretty well with the other fire signs. Sagittarius works well with Libran energy and Gemini energy as well. Um... A good question to ask in Sagittarius season are, is, you know, what are my passions in life? Indeed, a major key to attaining predominant state well-being in life is finding one's passion. So, you know, what causes do you care about? 
where are you involved in your community? Now, on the community level, I'm a person who I, you know, I prioritize putting energy into helping substance abusers. I'm also focused on, you know, homelessness and the homeless. I, you know, I think it's appalling that uh, people don't have a home in a in an abundant society such as this. Uh, violence against women and those against who identify women. Uh, you know, violence against uh, uh, those people uh, would be another, you know, thing that I feel very strongly about being an activism in. Uh, So those would be three big causes for me. Animal welfare would be another. Certainly I put put significant energy energy into rescue dog fundraisers over the past years, although COVID did uh, curtail some of that for a bit anyway. So on the international level, individual human rights and women's rights in particular are, you know, are important for me. Uh, I believe girls, no matter where they live, should have a right to a, an education. They should be able to go to school. I think it's appalling that, you know, I don't care. You know, um, <laughs> this is the 21st century. Every girl should be able to go to school no matter where, where she lives in the world. Um and on the global level, of course, you know, we've got uh, the environment is important to me. Uh, my spirituality is tied to earth and nature, has been all my life. Um, certainly, we need to find new technologies, clean, efficient ways to heat and power our communities and to move us through them uh, uh, very, you know, very quickly. We, we need to find these uh, new modes. Thankfully, Pluto is moving into uh, um, Aquarius in two years and it's going to stay there for 20 years to help us do that. And, you know, in my day-to-day, I make choices every day that minimize my carbon footprint on the planet. And I am very conscious about, you know, consumption. I'm I'm a minimalist. Um, so these are things that, you know, I care about and things that I do about what I care about. And so that is a lot about passion. That's passion. And uh, so take a look at what you care about. Find your passion in life. What, you know... Um, creatively, you know, uh, even, you know, uh, romantically, um, life can feel pretty flat if we're not, you know, if there's no passion in our life and if we aren't passionate about anything. Um, so this is a pretty big shift from Scorpio to Sagittarius. Now we've got a nice cancer moon today, Monday and Tuesday, which can act as a, as a bridge that can help us make this transition. You know, take some self-care time uh, today and tomorrow. Reflect on your Scorpio season experience and uh, consider where you want to put your energies during the coming astrological season, that being Sagittarius season. The weekly moon cycle from Monday, November 22nd to Sunday, November 28th. Uh, uh, Important information for day-to-day living for everyone and for spell casting for those who practice magic of some sort. Uh, the moon, of course, provides all of us with an emotional and experienced template every 28 days or so. Uh, the moon is in its waning phase this week. We had a beautiful full moon uh, last week. Uh, this energy phase is best for cutting cords or banishing spells. Uh, breakups can have a, a good sense of con- completion and can be more easily reconciled when the moon is in its waning phase. Um The moon begins the week in the loving cardinal sign of Cancer. Wednesday, 10.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon moves into the bold, fixed fire sign of Leo. Uh, Friday at 9.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon transits into the service-oriented, mutable earth sign of Virgo. 
So our lunar quality and elemental cycle for the week is Cardinal Water Cancer, Fixed Fire Leo, and Mutable Earth Virgo. Monday and Tuesday, we're in our feelings and emotions. Intuition is heightened. We find comfort in the known, in home, and in routine. We want to connect with and be with those whom we love. This is a nurturing and nourishing time. There are a lot of healing energies available during the moon's transit through uh, Cancer. Um, This is also a good opportunity to gain insight into our root motivations. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday are more public and performative. Um, the, we want to get out into the world and be seen and heard when the moon is in Leo. This is an ideal transit for presentations, creativity, and romance. We do need to keep our ego in check, though, and we must be mindful of attention-seeking simply for its own sake. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to feel a need to be of service. Helping others feels especially right when the moon is in Virgo. Getting things done will feel best. Re- uh, reorganizing and renovating have special appeal now. And that would be, you know, an effective use of these uh, lunar energies. Uh, it's good for practical ritual work. Uh, We instinctually gravitate toward practical activities under the influence of a Virgo moon. Productivity is heightened now, especially with mental work. Caution against overanalyzing during this transit, though, and uh, anxiety can also be an issue, especially for those predisposed. So more meditation, more yoga, and other, you know, and and more other grounding present moment uh, uh, moment work can prove helpful in countering that. Um... As a person that struggled with anxiety, uh, I can still it can still come up, but you know it's just about detaching my you know uh, myself from that those thinking processes and you know consciously grounding myself in the present moment. Um, current planetary placements. Well, the sun begins the week at zero degrees of Sagittarius. We are in the first week of Sagittarius season for 2021. Um, Mercury is at 26 degrees of Scorpio. Venus is at 14 degrees of Capricorn. Uh, Venus is, uh, you know, is going to be retrograde. Uh, It's going to, uh, the retrograde occurs entirely in the sign of Capricorn. And that's from um, December 19th, 2021 until December 29th uh, of 2022. March March 6th, rather, ends the uh, Venus transit through Capricorn. So Venus is in Cap for a while. Um, Mars is at 15 degrees of Scorpio. Now check out your natal chart and see where Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Capricorn are. Um, that's where, that's where the fast tracking action, um, uh, planets will be, are located. And so the areas of life ruled or influenced by those, uh, those, uh, houses in your chart will tell you where the action is, um, in your life, um, where the focal points will be and should be. The Sun and Venus will move about 7 degrees this week. Mars will move about 5 degrees this week. And Mercury will move about 9 degrees this week. The Sun is at 20... uh, Rather, (laughs) Jupiter is at 24 degrees of Aquarius. Saturn, 8 degrees of Aquarius now. Um, So good separation between the Great Benefic and the Great Malefic. Uh, We have Uranus at 12 degrees of Taurus retrograde. And Neptune is at 20 degrees of Pisces retrograde. 
Pluto is at 24 degrees of Capricorn. So two of the three outer planets remain retrograde. Uh, outer planet retrogrades relate to deeper matters in life and are usually more subtle than inner planet retrogrades, like say a Jupe, uh, you know, a Mercury or uh, or or a Venus, which is coming up. Chiron, the wounded healer, is at 8 degrees of Aries retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is at 14 degrees of Gemini. The North Node is 1 degree Gemini. South Node, 1 degree Sagittarius. So the karmic axis is 1 degree Sagittarius Gemini. And you want to look at your natal chart and see, okay, what areas of life are affected by these uh, 1 degree uh, uh, points of Gemini and Sagittarius because things are brewing, are percolating there. The static elemental table for the week is six fire, five earth, five air, and eight water. Pretty balanced. Um, the quality of the week is mutable. We're now in Sagittarius season. So adaptive. Um, exploratory. Planetary events this week. Wednesday, November 24th, uh, Mercury enters Sagittarius. This is a swift transit. Mercury will enter Capricorn on December 13th which happens to be my mother's birthday. My mom was born December 13th, 1929. Uh, she was a great mom. Emotionally complicated person. Um, had her struggles, uh, which reflects, you know, she was a Cancer rising on top of a Sagittarius sun. And uh, she had Saturn on her Mercury uh, direct conjunct, which also brought, you know, challenges. However, she was my mom and I loved her. No, at this point, even my dad, who was not so great, I can look back at it with some compassion now. You know, in the end, there were people figuring it out as it went along, as you know, as people do, as I do, and as you guys are doing. Um, there is a passionate energy to communicate, uh, to communications, and to our ability to communicate when Mercury is in Sagittarius. We can be very convincing now, but again, for better or for worse. Uh, one thing we'll struggle with, though, no matter, is the details. Details can escape us. Uh, so now we need to bring in a Virgo to help with the details. Um, starting things is no problem now. Finishing things, however, can be a very different question. Uh, there will be focus on the big philosophical questions of life when Mercury is in Sagittarius. Um, you know, one of the great assets in life is an ability to laugh at life, you know, the absurdities of it all. And, you know, certainly that wonderful quality is also ex is accentuated when the Merc when Mercury is in Sagittarius. Um, aspects of note for the week, uh, Tuesday, November 23rd, the sun goes conjunct with the south node of the moon. This energy can help reveal where we are holding on to things that do not nurture or, you know, or nourish us. It shows us what we need to let go of. Now, this would also not be a good day for beginnings and launches, particularly if your nodes are afflicted with a grand square. Um, certainly not a day to push things or take any risk. Uh, extra caution in general, really, and certainly for, as I said, people who you know, have a south node um, uh, as part of a grand square. Um, in their own chart. Um, if there's a connection of this conjunction by square to anything in your chart, really, extra caution. Um, Thursday, November 25th, Venus, Mars, sextile, a very playful yin-yang kind of uh, aspect vibe. It's good for socializing, uh, flirtation, dating, fun, uh, sex, 
even the quieter signs get involved. I mean, you know, this is this is a Venus in Cap, Mars, Scorpio um, sextile. Uh, so you know, go on, interact. You're humans. It's what we do. Um, just remember to stay virus conscious and, of course, always respectful. Um, personally, on the virus conscious level, I'm going to be masking and distancing until it, you know at least next fall. So maybe no smooching for me aspect or no sm- aspect, but you know. Yeah, the couple of women I plan that I'm interested in anyway aren't really available or here, so that makes it less of an issue for me. But uh, for the rest of you, you know, life is short. Go enjoy yourself. Um, Sunday, uh, November 28th, the Sun in Sagittarius conjunct Mercury in Sagittarius. Certainly we can get our message across under the energies of this aspect, but... Here's the problem. Are we listening to others? We may be dismissive of other people and their ideas, and that can certainly create problems in our relationships. So careful with this one, guys. You may end up sound like sounding like some sort of, you know, close-minded, uh, you know, Stalinist and admit an oppressive energy if you get too invested in your own worldview and that's and that can impact on, you know, friendships, relationships uh, in a in a in a negative manner. Uh, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram, at Duncan Dillamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the stories section. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for that in my bio on my Instagram. Uh, that's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish each one of you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others. Mm-hmm.